Music, industry talk, stories, equipment and more. We are Crossfader and this is Off, 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 off the Record. Hello, Crossfader gang. Welcome back to the Off The Record podcast. And I know you're used to Jamie doing the intro, but this is Lawrence. Hello. And we have with me... Me, James it, Holland. It's James Holland. <laughs> We've also got with me... Danny James. Using, Another James. We're using our James names today. Yeah, welcome back. This is the kind of first time we've all been back in a room, mm. um, apart from Jamie. But this is the first time in 2022 and for probably over a year now that we're doing the podcast. So it's great to be back. We've got a load of fresh ideas. We've got some guests on. You all have heard or may not have heard. We I interviewed Suat last week for a great hour-long chat. What um, a about, guy. About, yeah, what a guy. About everything he does. Highly recommend going and listening to that mm. if you haven't yet. But yeah, welcome along. We're going to talk about kind of what's been going on with the clubs opening and what we've all been up to, the product releases since we last spoke to you and just general chat. We've got some questions from our audience as well so let's get into it what let's has go. been happening one of us has got bigger news than the rest of us but what's been happening guys uh where do i start with my news <laughs> well maybe with the kid yes <laughs> I've, I've had a i've had a child um yeah yeah always the applause when yeah. this one this is how well produced this program is guys <laughs> we, really, we, we tried with that one do we have uh, a copy noise yes yeah there we go yes. had a little Holland. There's a little Holland, everyone. I did a thing. Be scared. Be scared. Yes. yes. Yeah, congratulations, mate. Thank you very much. All Thank going you very well. Much. All going yeah. well. Oh, incredible. The uh, best thing that a little. Oh, you know. Danny doesn't yet. I know, yeah. He seems to think a cat is a. <laughs> is some form of a responsibility. It'll but, do for uh, now. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, he's, he's great. And uh, yeah, thanks. Uh, I've had a bit of time off work and yep. come back refreshed, full of new ideas, and then also announced that I'm leaving. Yeah. Yep. We'll get to that. We'll get to that later. It's not we'll it's to not it. important now. But, but important. we'll get to that. But yeah, congratulations on the baby and everything. Thank Danny, you. You're, Thank you. it's not as going to be as big, but anything going on with you? No, mate. <laughs> Just doing me. Keeping it real. Um, cat flap. We're all back in the clubs. Uh, back on the club scene, all of us now. Yes. And like I said, just because it's been quite uh, a while since we've kind of done the podcast. Um, we are in the UK, obviously, and the clubs are pretty much back to what we'd say normal. Student gigs, uh, weekend gigs, that kind of thing. What have you guys been doing up to? All going well? Yeah, I've, I've gone back three nights a week. I'm doing a student night on a Wednesday at the same bar I've been doing for the last 10 years. That's come back really strong. Yep. University students, as ever, yeah. partying in their numbers. Yeah. Weekends, uh, I'm in two pretty big clubs in the UK here. Yep. And there... I'd say they're a little bit more hit and miss. I think there's still a little bit of reluctancy in the older crowd to be like socializing in big groups well def definitely at weekends the kind yeah. of club scene is a little bit different to what it was the student nightlife is great still mm. yeah club scene again we spoke about it before but it's going towards more, more daytime brunch vibes yeah, yeah, there's still yeah, a few yeah. there's still exactly. a few obviously I mean, you, you do you do the biggest one in, in, uh, in leeds both of you um danny your weekend obviously. yeah so i'm still at um o2 on saturdays yeah. for projects which i'm sure some of the audience will have seen the videos from on yeah. youtube um, so yeah, I'm happy with my one night a week. I spend the rest of my time just producing tunes. So yeah. I'm happy with that. It just kind of ticks me over. But yeah, I have noticed a bit of a difference in like the crowds. Yeah. Um, I think because a lot of these students who spent like two years not going out, it's kind of like dancing's a bit of like an alien. Thing to them. <laughs> so some of them are a bit. Yeah. It's a it's a bit it's a, it's a funny one, isn't it? Because the, yeah. because of the gap of like two years, the 
there's kind of been, I don't know about you guys, but I don't know if there's been like an anthem. I guess Acres do it maybe, but yeah. like, you yeah. know, like that one yeah. anthem where you are, oh yeah, there's usually like an anthem every two months or yeah. three months. And but, it's not at the moment, yeah. But like Acres has been the one, I reckon like do it, do it, it's been everywhere. But yeah. apart from that, there's not like one you hang your hat on and like, right, yeah. This is like the club. Has everyone also found that there seems to be like a newfound love for old songs? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Ten-year-old tracks, like uh, David Guetta, "Sexy Bitch," for example. Yes, example changed the way you kiss me. Songs that I started my DJ career on are now come full circle. Yeah, Uh, it's like people are going, "Oh, I remember listening to this when I was a kid." I'm like, "Wow, that makes me feel a bit old," but yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. Um, Yeah, I've been doing the club gigs as well, student gigs, weekends, brunches, things like that. I mean, there's not Uh, a minute of the day where you're not DJing. No, I do like it. (laughs) (laughs) I do like it. um, My my missus doesn't like me doing that much, but we move. Um, Let's talk about what um, Crossfader has been doing. It's been been crazy for us this year. Oh, wow. Um, We, it's all about partnerships for us this year. We've partnered up with some big companies around the world. This week, um, me, Danny, and Jamie, we went to Pirate Studios in, in Leeds. Now, if you don't know Sick. what Pirate Studios are, they are a company that's got around, I think it's 70 units, and they are they, they have studios from DJ studios, recording studios, yeah, production studios, yeah. Yeah. and you basically hire out you know, between one and four hours, and it's got full, if you're a DJ, for example, it's got full CDJ setups, mixers, and you just go in there, you pay £10 for like four hours, and you can just go jam out, it's fully soundproofed. Mm. Um, it's, it's all like, Nexus 2 gear as well, yeah, so yeah, you, yeah. Like, you get to learn club standard club gear. gear yeah. So our partnership with them is, it's, it's ongoing, but we went in there just to film some content, and... We're going to be doing some, hopefully, one-to-one classes is the big kind of thing we're going to be doing with them this year. Yeah, some um, so hopefully we yeah, can do some idea. meet and greets with you guys. It's yeah. one thing we've never been able to do because we never mm. really had a base for it. Uh, but it was good, wasn't it? It was good. Yeah, yeah. And I think with the workshops as well, with Pirate Studios, them being worldwide, it kind of opens yeah. up the audience to not be just, oh, we're going to do an event in Leeds. It's like, you know, we'll be around. So hopefully we can contact with more people out of... Uh, of just the UK. So and the great thing about Pirate, of course, is the equipment in there is yeah. of the level that you'd find in most clubs. In a club, so right? If yeah. Even if it's your first time DJing ever or you want to get into it, you don't need to buy equipment. It's already there. Um, we've, you know, we've got the guides and the help and the tutorial to, to teach you how to use the equipment. And, and on top of that, if you're a DJ that's already got, say, a controller, but you, you can't afford to go play on the big boy stuff, you, you've not got a club residency. You're not fortunate enough to, to be in that position. Yeah. Yet. The great thing about Pirate is, for a very low cost, you're in there and you get to play on on the on the world class stuff. So it's I love Pirate. I've used it for years. It's yeah. a great service. You can go in there and get loads of stuff for your socials as well. Like the setup looks so professional. So go in there with your friends, take your camera, and just get loads of reels yeah. and TikToks yeah. and things like that. And another thing about Pirate, I don't know if you guys have found this, when you've been going to Pirate Studios, I mean, I've been to the one in Bradford, the one in Leeds. Mm. Um, I've actually networked really well whilst being there mm. because there's been other DJs from yeah, yeah. from other like clubs mm. in, in Pirate also creating content in there. Yeah. Uh, I remember meeting a lot of DJs who played at Mint here in Leeds. Uh, that's not a club I necessarily have ever worked with. Uh, but I got to meet all their DJs and we just came into each other's little booths and yep. had to listen to yeah. what each other were doing for a little well, bit. And it was a, really cool. That's the thing. If you go in there, you've, you're instantly you've got something to talk about because you're all yeah. there for the same thing, really. Exactly, yeah, yeah. So it's yeah. a really cool service. So I think that that like collaboration between Crossfader and, and Pirate is something that is just going to be class for yep. everyone involved, really. Yep. It's going to yeah. be good. We've also partnered with BeatSource Link and Beatport Link and... Essentially, we've launched a brand new course this year, hip hop um, mixing course. It's yep. my first ever solo course, so Great. thank. Uh, hey. 
Um, it's been an overwhelming success. It took us ages to do. Danny did all the editing. I did all the filming. And yeah, thank you if you bought it. And if you haven't, go and check it out. If you're into hip hop, you know, drill, lo-fi, trap. Um, if you're a Drake fan, Kanye, Cardi B, all that kind of stuff. You want to learn how to mix hip hop. Um, it's kind of a step-by-step guide. It's everything from getting started, literally your first beat matching, but then it goes into some more advanced tricks like transitioning, scratching, um, you know, how to mix hip hop using extended mixes. And we've got a collaboration with Beat Source Link as well, mm-hmm. where you get three months free. So you literally get the playlist that I use throughout the whole course to be able to go and mix the exact way that I've done it. And then you've got access to BeatSource Link for three months. And we are the only company in the world that can give you that. Yeah. Um, and we have that with BeatSource Link. Uh, Beat port link as well. Yeah. Um, and there'll be way more content coming in that. So yeah, if you're looking for something new to do, um, go and check out the hip hop course. Just, go. I was just about to say yeah. that it's amazing how far Beatport and Beat Source have come. Yeah. Mm. You know, they they yeah. initially were just these streaming services that, you know, a few people used. Yeah. Now there's the offline locker where I think you can store something. I think like that's a game changer. Thousand tracks yeah. offline. I use it every single gig, and I'm not just saying that to like big yeah. up the course that we're no, no. we're doing or, or the service or because they're partners. I am genuinely saying, as my own DJ, Beatsource Link is one of the most powerful weapons I have in my in my library right now. And the yeah, two game changers: the offline locker because everyone's worst nightmare with streaming is you don't have a great signal mm. and it goes off, so that solves that problem. And then the intros now, which yeah, they have. So yeah, and the transition yeah. tracks as well. Transitions yeah, are really they, have, they have the transition tracks and the intro tracks, which are just like a life changer, yeah. like a game changer for a DJ. As yeah. soon as they came in, it was like, right, I've got everything I need now, basically. Yeah. If I was still a full-time working DJ on Serato, I would have yeah. used it just yeah. relentlessly. Like I, I would have loved that. It was it's, great. It's even better in record box, you know, because you can log into both at the same time. The only, oh, nice. only problem I have with Serato, you logged into one or the other. But, yeah, um, yeah. But having... Um, Recordbox, uh, Virtual DJ, those services, you yeah. can be logged into numerous numerous accounts at once, which is really cool. Mm. We've also launched some new merch as well. If yeah, you we guys have, want to yeah. go check that out. Um, it's tasty. It's really nice. Mm. We've partnered with a company called T-Mill. So it's all kind of sustainable. It's all produced in a renewable factory. So it just kind of aligns with our values as well. And the, the stuff looks dope as hoodies. Yep. T-shirts and stuff. So if you guys want to check that out, yeah, it's cool. Feel free. Um, we've also launched a Crossfader collab series with Suat being the first one. Like I mentioned, yeah. he came in last week and we talked about everything. The guy's he's a nutcase, he's but he's a genius. Yeah, he's, he is. Yeah, <laughs> he is. What an in- individual. Yeah. Have. yeah, I've watched the content and the, the thing I took away from it was the guy's energy and passion in his oh. streams isn't mm. isn't put on for the stream. He he, he has that throughout. Yeah, his, that's just him. His, that's him, and, yeah. and his passion, his enthusiasm. Enthusiasm? Yeah. You meant to say enthusiastic or enthusiasm. And you Enthu- said enthusiastic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, his enthusiasm is is contagious and uh, he's a true inspiration. I think everyone, even regardless of what situation you're yeah. in, where you're at in your DJing, watch the content we've put with him, the podcast, yep. listen to that, yeah. and tell me you're not inspired by the end of it. <laughs> yeah, a lot of good messages in there from him. He's, uh, yeah, he really knows what he's doing and he's just super passionate about yeah. it, super driven. He must also have the strongest shoulders. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> actually, yeah, yeah, the game. He, yeah, well, he told us in depth about his, his rig and how rig. it's managed and it's actually counterbalanced, so the actually, it, it actually isn't heavy anymore because of how it's weighted. He's got yeah. 16 speakers on the back 
and then an RX-3 at the front, so they balance themselves out. Yeah. So it's actually not heavy to him. So not only is he a world-class DJ, yeah. he's now a world-class civil engineer as well. <laughs> well, it was him, him and his uh, DT teacher did it together. Yeah, from school he got in touch with him, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. So wow. go wow. and watch it. He came and did a mix for us as well, so a lot, you know, a lot, of, a lot of kind of different genres in there, like garage, kind of deep, minimal stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's great. 40-minute um, mix on our YouTube, and then again, there's a, there's a chat from last week. Go and check it out. Mm. Um, and hopefully that's, that's something we're speaking to a lot of big DJs in the minute which will probably come somewhere on summertime the next kind of series of it the next yeah. kind of artists that, we get, that we're speaking to um some big djs around the world so if there's anyone you guys want to see in crossfader studios drop us a message They're like the people that i've seen on the list so far are also really like inspirational DJs. yeah yeah, yeah. Mm. the djs that have got a real story and i've got something to to give back and and you can learn from they're not just overnight successes these yeah. are people have actually grinded and worked worked and the, the way to where they are yeah. and yeah. the people we look, want want to come and do the series are DJs as like you get some DJs that have been producing for 10 years and they've only been DJing about a year but you want really technical good DJs and that's what we're looking at at the minute um so yeah the crossfader collab series coming through um let's talk about it's been so long we've had so many new products i'm going to yes. reel them off and then we'll come oh, I've back got a list oh that's I'm good gonna, yeah that's the test i was worried we'll reel them off and then we'll talk about them because there's been since we last did a podcast, there's been quite a few. So we just had some new headphones in this week from Pioneer. Yeah. Um, some new headphones. They are, I forgot the name now. We'll come back to HDJ CX. Thank you, Dan. Um, there has been the Rev 1, the Rev 7, the RX3, and a Mixstream Pro. Yeah. I think that's it. Okay. So RX3, love, hate, in between? In between. Right. In between. Go RX, on. Yeah. RX3 is sensationally good for the people that want it. I right. Think, I think it's, it's, it's it brings all the 3000, CDJ 3000 features in the big screen and whatnot. Yeah, the screen's great. But then they just, they just, they just fell short of putting in an Ethernet port for streaming. <laughs> uh, yeah. And and those jog wheels are still, you know, it's like they had the opportunity to create almost like the XZ2 and yeah. they didn't. They were very strategic about it and uh, I think it's left a lot of people just waiting for the XZ2 now rather than it's... Uh, I can why, see do you why, think, people, why do you think the streaming is, is not there? What's... Because I think they're going to put it in the XZ2 and I think the they're XZ2. going to charge you more money for it. Um, mm. I think that's the problem with it. It's got all this power and all this capability and it's like, well... Okay, you're still limited to playing off a USB stick, which for most people, don't get me wrong, it'll be fantastic, and I can see why people love it. But that screen as well looks a bit out of place. <laughs> yeah, I like the screen because I'm used to do it. I'm used to the CDJ 3000s now. Luckily, most of my gigs are on 3000, so that was kind of natural to me. I enjoy playing on it. Um, I'm sort of more. I was going to say more Serato, but actually this year more record box. So um, yeah. yeah, I enjoyed it. Danny. Yeah. Sorry, just cool. to cut in there. Yeah, yeah. You've just mentioned the Serato word with the RX3. Weren't we promised support by early oh, 2022? Oh, yeah, actually, yes. Yeah. Serato, Serato, where is it? Serato <laughs> should be supported by now. Where is it? It is past early 2022. Yeah, this is, it is you now, get into yeah. the middle now. Come on, guys, <laughs> what are you playing at? Yeah, I like the RX3. Uh, yeah. Like Holland said, I think it just, you know, kind of brings that 3,000 familiarity to it. But, um, yeah, I've not been as lucky as you with playing on 3000s because yeah. the gig I do is just still on old <laughs> Nexus. Yeah, it's weird. You, you've got the crowd everyone Nexus. wants. You've yeah. got, like the, you've you've got, got like the biggest the, club. And I know, <laughs> Worst yeah. equipment. Worst equipment. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. crazy. Yeah. But yeah, no, the, the RX3 is a good purchase. It's just if you're holding out and you're wanting the best of the best, if, we know there's something. If there. you've got yeah. an RX2, should you get an RX3? Yeah. I don't yeah. think it's that worthy of yeah, upgrade, really. No. No. Uh, uh, there's no like massive game changing features that are gonna yeah. improve your sense. It's, it's like 
it's comfort features and it's a bit yeah. faster, yeah. it's brighter, it looks a bit nicer. But day to day, are you going to be able to perform something yeah. on the RX3 cart on the RX2? No. So yeah, I agree. But streaming for me was a big, a big miss. Um, the Mixstream Pro is for me uh, amazing. Um, we've not really used it too much, but. No. For what it is, it's kind of five hundred pounds ish. Yeah, it's um, so good value. It connects to. It's basically it's a got, Denon Prime Two inside a five hundred quid shell. It's a bit. Yeah, yeah. It, it makes. You can connect it, your lights to it. You, it's, it's got. Mad. It's got streaming. It's it got speakers on it. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's one of the products. Uh, it came out last year, so one of the products of the year last year. For you me. know, yeah, one hundred percent. I completely agree, and I, I adore the thing. I think it's superb. But the only. I know I always sound like I'm a negative Nelly and I've always no, no, got no. something to say. The, the the naming really bugs me with this because <laughs> I, I just think if they named it the Mixstream yeah. and it's got four pads and a set of speakers in it, right, that would have been fine, yeah. 500 quid. And then they could have released for maybe 650, 700, yeah. a Mixstream Pro, which had eight pads and no speakers in it right. for like people that actually don't want it to look as toyish. I think, yeah, I think with, with only four pads and speakers, a lot of people will dismiss it straight yeah. away. Um, and I just thought the word pro on there, it, it didn't make sense. Like you can't, you know, I just thought, damn, if you just held back and released another one called pro, I think Maybe. they could have sold a lot more of them and, and got rid of a lot of, a lot of the criticism because a lot of people are slating these speakers before they've heard them. They're actually quite good. Um, they're a lot better than your typical laptop speaker. So for yeah. a lot of people, it's a really cool standalone device. You know, you can just plug it in. Connect it to Wi-Fi, stream over the yeah. internet. I mean, new DJs who are like, "What shall I buy?" I, I, I straight tell All them, day. "Go and get yourself a Mixstream Pro because you don't need it's got else. everything you need right there." What's yeah. the price if you add up like okay, DDJ four hundred is two hundred and forty quid, two eighty, and then you need a laptop. So yep. your laptops, even a cheap laptop, is going to be six hundred quid. Yeah, speakers, headphones, Mixstream yep. Pro, five hundred pound. Yeah. I <laughs> second the speaker thing as well. I think the speaker's taken directly from the uh, Akai MPC Live because it's made by right. in music yes, and it's yeah. a, oh, it sounds it's good. A, it sounds I mean, great. it's like a bumping speaker good. on that. Like, so. Yeah, you can have a de- decent house party with it. No 100%. Problem. Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a really good product. I just had the problem with the name. I just yeah. didn't think it was pro. That's yeah. the only thing I'd, I'd say. It's not pro, mm. uh, but it's a really good, really good bit of kit. Uh, the Rev 1, which is Pioneer's... Kind SB3 of new SB, yeah. yeah, SB three upgrade, and it's yeah. Um, yeah, it looks more like the the turntable SM, yeah. SM series with yeah. with yeah. The, the, the pads and how they're laid out. Um, cool. Yeah, what do you think, you guys? Love it. Yeah, cool. yeah, I love it. I think it's um, it's definitely one of those controllers that I mean, if you're starting out as a DJ and you're super inspired by the turntable, it's like yeah. track craze or anything like that. Perfect, yeah. You know, you're gonna see it and you think that's a perfect controller for me because all the layout is the same as it would be with a turntable setup. Yeah. Yep. You know, if you had like a DJ MS11, it's just like it's the right direction. Yeah. You know I mean, if that's the yeah. route you want to go down, it's, it's perfect. Yeah. It, the only thing with it, it is so good if you if you're inspired by that kind of DJ and you want to get into that, it is perfect. Literally, so good. Bring Scratch Bank to Scratch DJ Live. That's a big which one. Is really mm. cool. Uh, the the only thing you know that's kind of sad. Uh, in a lot of ways, is that Pioneer now don't really have a controller for Serato users at the lower end that looks like their club kind of stuff. If you want a yeah. DDJ style controller, you know, like your SXs, your 400s, 1000s, SRTs, unfortunately, having your Q button above your play button, for example, just doesn't make sense. It does, it's not there a anymore. Uh, but, you know, that shouldn't hold back what a great controller that thing is. Yeah, and Pioneer are really pushing it. I know if you follow some DJs on TikTok, some big DJs have been sent it to promo it and things like that. So I've been seeing it pop up and it's actually a controller you can actually buy because, you know, at the minute the big problem is getting hands on controllers, especially yeah. the higher end stuff 
but it does seem that we checked literally yesterday does seem like you can get rev one so if you're in the market for either a seat say you want to swap to from a 400 and you want to go on serato or something like that you know it's a perfect or yeah. a new or a new beginner uh, the, product have you seen the gold one no the, the, there's a there's there? a there's a gold version i think it might be in america or maybe in um in the you know asia region uh, it's beautiful. Uh, there's a, it's, a, it's, just, it's black with little gold tinges on it, and yes. I, I'm jealous. We never get the good colours here in the UK. <laughs> no, we never get, no. never, ever. Never get the good colours. Um, save the best to last, the Rev 7. Oh, oh game baby, changer. My baby. Oh, it's, hail the king. This is how yeah. good it is. We don't have one. <laughs> yeah. Pioneer wouldn't let us keep it. That, no. That's how kind of good and how hard it is probably to get one yeah. as well. Yeah. So we need one back in the it office. It's like one minor flaw with the not putting a power supply inside it and that was like yeah. when you when you get into that level of nitpicking to yeah. find faults you know it's a really good product um, yeah. yeah absolutely amazing if you've not seen it it's essentially like an S11 with turntables pushed so together good, yeah, yeah um, so different the, it's so good yeah the build quality the the functions it's got brand new the brand new effects yeah, on board on it it's got yeah. scratch samples on board on it and it's, I think, the the hardest people to kind of please around this whole kind of controller world are them turntablist DJs. Yes. And what you've found now is you see all the turntablist DJs on Rev7. Yeah, the all And that like, is yeah. a big, big um, win for Pioneer because yeah. it's been so hard to get them off 1200s or Reigns. Yeah, because so many of those DJs were like, yeah. I'm, I'm so anti-controller. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And just it. the way kind of it looks and yeah, things like yeah. that. It's like you, you kind of... Especially with the death of the SL3 box, people are getting forced out. Yeah. Of, yeah. You've got to use phase or yeah. you've got to use a, a, a mixer that's got yeah, yeah, yeah. Day, so. I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm hoping we see like winners of like battles like Goldie Awards or, or Red Bull 3 style yeah, on a Red 7 or a Ring 1 or something. Yeah, that amazing. would be amazing. But yeah, there has definitely been a shift in like the kind of coolness of them it or the trendiness like of them because it doesn't feel like a controller feels no. like Pioneer played the game with their recent S series uh, stuff so like it almost it was like right let Rain release a mixer and they released the 72 and the 70 and then Pioneer held back for a little bit and they, the S9 was so old by this point and then they, they basically addressed all the problems anyone had with the Rain mixers like the laggy screen on the 72 and they released the S11 and the S7 and fixed all yeah. the things that people had problems with the rain. And then the rain one came out and everyone, I mean, Jamie Hartley here just absolutely adores the rain one. Yeah. And it yeah. was almost like Pioneer went, okay, let's mm. give that a year. And let's just see what people let's say see what's about going it. On. Let's yeah. get and everyone then, involved. And then let's, yeah. let's jump in and, and create yeah. this product. And you know what? Bravo to him because yeah. it's pushing the industry forward because yeah. it's, yeah. it's creating products that people necessarily didn't even think they would ever get because they thought, well, that, that market's now filled by this product or that product. Yeah. It's great to see a bit of competition and, and, and it's and it's such a good product. When when Blakey brought it in that day, obviously it hadn't been released at that point. It was like way earlier than it was due to come out. And when he opened it, we were just like, oh my God. We were yeah, all just yeah, like, yeah. this is incredible. There's nothing better when Blakey brings a product in because Blakey, if you guys don't know him, is Serato. kind of the head honcho of Serato UK. Yeah. And he's also a former um, world champion DJ. And so, he also did the DJ routines for DJ Hero, the game. Yes, yeah, so he's just... A legend yeah. in the game. So when he comes and he just shows you, it's just amazing. You just sit yeah. there and you've got your own kind of private concert going yeah, on yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he brought it in an flx six box so if it got stolen, yeah it was it. Yeah. yeah it was it was that kind of secret that yeah. it was in an flx six box that was like the hardest product i think i've ever covered where i knew this product was coming out and yeah. i knew i couldn't talk about it and yeah, yeah, yeah. i wanted to tell everyone about it because yeah. it was so cool do you get people asking you like outside of crossfade all the time like, oh 
all the time. What do you know about Pioneer stuff coming yeah. out? Like, people are convinced I lie to them about the yeah. XZ2 coming out. I don't have a clue. We yeah, have yeah. not been told. Like, I, I can go on the record. I know it's called off the record. I do not know about that product. Yeah, yeah I have people saying, but you do know, don't you? <laughs> yeah, all the time. Like, it's so funny. You know, we're under NDA contracts. We can't disclose anything. I can't even wink at someone, no, uh, no. If, even if I did know. But that product was one of those where people wouldn't ask me because no one was expecting a Rain 1 competitor to go yeah, out. Yeah. No one would ask me, but I almost wanted to go up to people and go, hey, you like scratching. You're not going to believe what's coming. Mm. Um, let's uh, move on from products. Um, let's talk about our Crossfader community. Um, we've kind of recently launched our Discord, yep. which is going yeah, yeah. super well. Um, have a look at it if you guys haven't yet. Just You'll find it on our page or wherever but yeah, yeah. um there's about there's thousands of djs in there now all yeah, talking great, to each yeah. other and helping each other out that's yeah. what's good to see it's so good to see people like giving each other a hand like helping each other out rather than you know yeah so many people coming to us for questions but it's good that our audience can actually answer each other it's, yeah shout it's out gerhard he's yeah, <laughs> yeah we have lot, some yeah. diehard people. he's just running the server for us yeah. people in there but yeah if you've got any kind of questions or you can just share mixes and share setups and it's just an amazing community at the minute of um, people share and it's like hard to get that community as a DJ and mm. having one place for it but it's really taken off so yeah great. yeah, and everyone's welcome it's such a, a welcoming environment yep. yeah, so if yeah. you're not in it come join yeah you can um, you know shout your mixes out um, put your setups in there and just some general chat with us get, keep up to date with what we're doing and things like that yeah, I've got gear envy of most people in yeah a lot of people have unreal setups with the lighting and yeah. there was one guy who had um, nerf blasters all around his, oh, uh, yeah, his nerf yeah, guns yeah, all yeah. around his DJ setup. Yeah. Like, even that guy who had like the most beautiful view over the city of London. Oh yeah, quite oh, a simple yeah. DJ setup, but just the views alone yeah. just makes you want to go DJ. There. Cheers, mate. <laughs> um, yeah, you can also come and join the community in our DJ hub as well. Our DJ hub is ever growing, uh, which is the subscription app that we launched. When did we launch it? Uh, August. When the app launched. Yeah. yeah. Last year sometime. August, I think. Um, something we worked on for about a year. You've yeah. probably heard about it, but yeah, it's just a hub of everything DJ related that you could possibly think of. You know, yeah. mix like your favorite artists, CDJ masterclasses. A million tech help. Getting started with tech help, yeah. you know, transitions. Full courses. DJ videos. Full yeah. courses, how it's, to do it's social kind, media. So it's the kind of thing, guys, that you won't see on YouTube because they're just too specific yeah. to, to a specific audience and that's why we make them inside the hub because uh, if you put them on YouTube they, they won't do any views because it's kind of very specific to a specific need and we get a lot of feedback from people in there and we make content surrounding that piece of information Yeah. yeah so exactly. it's specific to hub members so go and check that out guys and if you haven't yet already I have a beef guys got a beef, a beef. got a Let's beef go. I was on Facebook last night which you should never be on <laughs> no. Is your name um, Karen? Are you 40 years old? I'm going through the feed and there was just a DJ saying, oh, um, basically, what's going on with all these DJs on TikTok? Um, you know, uh, I, oh, I, I saw this post. Right. I spend, I spend, you know, hours putting out content on Facebook, Instagram, and, the, and DJs are on TikTok just playing five songs and getting loads of views and reach and stuff. And I was like, I think he's, this guy's missing the point, right? Like, if what you're saying is you're working harder for less the less productivity than yeah. someone who's not. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of hate, isn't there, when it comes to stuff like that. You TikTok is a, it's a, it's a trigger word, isn't it, still? I think it's a trigger word for the older DJs who yeah. don't want to accept I mean, it. I, yeah. I don't have TikTok. Weird, yeah. Weirdly, I mean, I went on 
Yacht Week years ago oh, when the guys so from funny. TikToks were there. Yeah. Uh, and they were, they were TikToks. TikToks. That's how old I am. That's how old I am. And TikTok were there and they they asked, they really pushed on me to set up an account. And I did actually, I started the Crossfader account there and then just to, to please these people. I thought oh, it's a platform probably doing nothing, um, you know, whatever. And I never really got on board. However, I have seen the results. I've seen the numbers. Yeah. I've seen our own account, which Lawrence here has been running with ultimate, like, Well, it's, it is officially the most is it downloaded or, or searched for platform in the world Yes, now. yeah, it's, it's, got it's, the it's most a bigger website than Google. It's a bigger website than Google and yeah. Instagram. Yeah. I, but as much as I don't use it, and the other reason I don't use it is because yeah. I haven't spent enough time to learn it. And when I don't know something inside out, I yeah. genuinely don't touch it. Yeah. Um, I, but... That said, I will never hate on a DJ doing well from it because they've taken the time to go out and do it. And, and, and if I'm putting more effort into Facebook, which, let's face it, is a bit of a dying platform at the moment, yeah. the more fool me. It's not yeah. the other DJ's fault that I've got yeah. my wrong platform. And it's, and it's you know, you've always got to kind of pivot with what's going on to, to keep ahead. And I think the thing is with TikTok is I, I just don't see the downside to making less content that's shorter for more reach. Yeah. It's kind of a win-win-win. There's this whole thing around the stigma of it's just people, kids dancing. <laughs> but it's way more <laughs> But it isn't that, because... It was at the start. It was at the start, right? But it's way more um, than that now. But it is... It, it's. I said this, is, um, we were talking with Sue about it last week, and it's a, a platform that rewards music. It's all mm. about sound. And as a DJ, what could be a better platform for you to upload sound? Yeah, there isn't. And a lot of you will know this, but if you don't, if you put a one minute mix together anyone in the world can use that one minute yeah. for their own uh, purposes whether they want to dance to it yeah. <laughs> or not yeah. um, and it's just yeah I think there's still this weird thing around being a TikTok which is like somebody will make a 60 second reel on Instagram mm-hmm. but they won't then go and post it on TikTok because yeah. there's this stigma if, if you if you look at the, the biggest club tunes here, especially here right. in the UK a craze, yeah. uh, show me, lo- uh, tell, me, show some, me love. tell me something good, tell me something good. Yeah. Um, uh, sh- she big, big energy, Lato. Yeah, they're all from TikTok. Yeah, and what's that tell you? Uh, if, so, if you're gonna play those tunes in a mix and you're only gonna stick it on Instagram whilst hating on the people on TikTok, yeah. then there's something fundamentally wrong with your approach. Yes. Yeah, I get daily messages from record labels asking me if we can upload their tracks to on a mix or yep. you know do a transition to them mm-hmm. so that they can promote their track on tiktok basically yep. so yeah i guess like kind of the message is like don't just just give it a try like be just give it a try be open-minded you know what is the worst thing that can happen and what what i do know is i, I actually don't know a single dj on there that hasn't had a viral yeah. like a single dj mm-hmm. there's Lips djs on there that's got a lot there's DJs on there's got like eight thousand followers, and a, a couple of their videos have had like a million views. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and I think there is just something within the TikTok algorithm which which gives pretty much everyone on there their like, one sh- at least their one shot. Yeah, yeah. So they look at your page, you know, every month and go, right, they've not had any views. Let's just you know launch this one for them. Yeah. And then off of the back of that, you know, you've got some traction then. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's um, it, it's like all things. I just don't think being negative, no. especially in a public forum about. It not even just doesn't have to just be social media platforms. It could be anything. I don't see what spreading negativity will ever do to pro- to promote your brand. Yeah. No one's ever going to look at you as a DJ and say, you know what, he slagged off this club or he slagged <laughs> off this uh, 
social media platform or he was negative about this let's book him yeah that doesn't happen doesn't work does so it? And the reality of it is that everything's going to keep moving as well so there's there's always yeah. going to be another tiktok another something and it's like if you don't evolve with it you're going to just disappear so exactly it's like, so if, happens, you, if you've it? got negative thoughts i mean trust me there's loads of venues that we all individually hate yeah will you ever see us say that no no because it will never ever benefit us so stay positive, yeah. support each other, and build things up. Never try and knock things down because yeah. it just doesn't look good on you. Yeah, it sure. will never help benefit your career. So what's the point in doing it? It's wasted energy. Mm. Right. Uh, I've got some questions from right. the Crossfader community. Thank Let's you go. so much for um, sending them in on the uh, Instagram post today. Um, yeah. First question is, how do you approach promoters? And so it's about how getting, how do you get gigs? What's the best way about going and you know, getting your foot in the door? What are your two guys' advice? Uh, I think ev- everyone seems to have a different yeah. story with this. So, I mean, me personally, I've never been a really active social media guy. Yep. I just never did. And I probably should have done in a lot of ways, but I just didn't. And the reason that I ended up getting gigs was basically off the back of other gigs. So it's like that one where you get your foot in the door, whether you send a mix to someone or whatever, nine times out of 10, you're going to be picked up by someone else in the same city that's saying, oh, this DJ is doing a really good job. I want him for my night. And it kind of just snowballs. That's a rare thing now, I think. I think it's more, like you say, around the social media side of things. And yeah. I think just standing out, really. And yeah. Yeah. just we, being a friendly, nice person as well. Helps. I did a full YouTube thing on this uh, beginning of this year. And Great video, that. One, of, one of the big ones is... Like, you know, you've got DJ A, who's got no social media, you know, no mixes on SoundCloud or MixCloud. And you've got DJ B, who's got a thousand followers. Yeah. He, he uploads a video every week. Say you've never heard any DJ, you know, which DJ are you going to book? So it's kind of like you do have to get your socials in check. Obviously, you have to be good. At, you have to ask yourself, am I good enough to be in clubs, first of all? Yeah. And the only way you'll kind of know that is by testing the waters, sending mixes to your friends, family, whoever wants to listen. And just getting honest feedback, listen to that feedback, and it's right. Yeah. Okay, I'm good enough now. Let's start up- uploading and get my it's just a portfolio of work. If you're an actor, you need a reel of of things to go and show a booking agent or awesome. things like that. So yeah, definitely get your and like I say, TikTok's perfect for you. Things mm. like that. Yeah, I I've never really approached promoters directly. Yeah, um, I've always like Danny kind of said in DJing. I always find in the industry it's almost a case of who you know, not what you know. Um, but I have had people come to me and I've had promoters come to me. Uh, the Leeds Fest video, which is up on Crossfader's YouTube, that got me a residency in York because right. the I don't know how the guy who owns the promoting company saw it, but he saw it, got my details, rang me, and he said, that set at Leeds, I want you to do exactly that in my clubs on a Thursday night. And I was like, okay, you know, no yeah. problems. And, and that was because we'd put content out. Yeah, uh, He would never have found me otherwise, um, you know. It's it's about putting yourself on in the shop window. Yeah, being desirable available. for promoters. Yeah, yeah, and if you're at the point where you're like, well, you know, I'm only in my bedroom, I'm only doing TikTok videos in my bedroom, how am I ever going to get that first opportunity? There's loads of, like, DJ competitions. Uh, there's loads of opportunities where you can say, like we said in the beginning of this podcast, where Pirate Studios, it's a different scene. It doesn't yeah. look like your bedroom. Yeah. You yeah. could go film there. There's this knowing is, this, people this going is down a... and speaking to local DJs in the yeah. club. Uh, you know, just... This, you know. is, this is a controversial question because every DJ says it differently. But if you're just starting out, you're trying to get a gig, should you do a gig for free? 
to get your yeah. foot in the door. Yeah, yeah, hundred. Yeah, your first few gigs. Yeah, I, mean, yeah, I didn't get paid. Just for experience, right? I think everyone's been there. Yeah, no, not getting paid and just doing it just to yeah. get your name and get your foot in that door. It's what? Yeah, what I would say is getting getting three gigs is easier than getting one gig. Do you know what I mean? So because once, cause once yeah. you're in that gig. Yeah, then you can kind of get the experience, build a network up, build that trust up with a promoter or a manager, yeah. and then they'll be like, "Oh yeah, I know this person or this person who needs a DJ." Yeah. Getting that first one's the hardest, but yeah, and I think there's a lot less pressure on yourself uh, doing the free gig at first because if you're getting paid for it, you're automatically expected to be delivering at a certain level. Mm. If you do a free gig and you make a few errors, you're a bit nervous, whatever. There's a lot more leeway. There's a lot more like you know, it's his first gig. You know, we're not paying him. Let's, yeah, you know, yeah. the rest of his set was really good. Let's like, excuse that. Whereas if you're getting paid to do a gig and you're not quite prepared, you've never played on a set of CDJs before and you mm-hmm. go in and you mess it up, trust me, you ain't going to get booked again. <laughs> yeah. So there's yeah. a, there's that, that side to it as that well. Professionalism, that, yeah, being on time. Here's another one as well, which is uh, resonated with a lot of the audience when I put the video out is, you know, what is getting a, uh, being a DJ is a two-way street as well. So it's like, right, you're a DJ and you want to play this this guy's club, but what are you going to bring to the table? Like, can you bring 15 of your friends, 10 of your friends in there? Can you promote the event on your socials? Do you have people on your socials? You know, can you help go? I I used to go and help flyer the clubs back in the day on the streets. Like, what can you do for them? It's not just about you. No, of course. Do you know what I mean? Um, Next question is, I need some tips on how to read a crowd. Everyone's different in this regard. You guys got any kind of go-to tips, advice? Um, I think we've always, well, me personally, and I know a few of you guys as well, I've always gone by this rule of it's like play two for them, one for you, or three for them, one for you. And it's just, I find that's a very good balance. It's like if you play three songs that the, you know the crowd is going to love, then play one song that maybe educates them is a good formula to, one, you're having fun, and two, they're having a great time as well. Yeah. So it's... I don't know, it's it's hard. It's hard because it comes with experience, doesn't it? As and well. it also comes down to what night it is as well. Yeah. Like there's, there's one night where like people are just not going to care, you know, if you're playing yeah. something that they don't know. But yeah. other nights they will be like, yeah, I want to hear everything that I know. It's, it's uh, Yeah, I, I, I tend to, like, I, I quite like to test it early. So I, I'll kind of, in the 15 minutes, I'll kind of do a quick mix mm. of everything. Just see what test what, and again, it depends what kind of night it is. Sometimes I do guest sets that are like an hour, two hours long, yeah. and then other nights I'll do like five hours where you got mm-hmm. to kind of feel it out. Um, but yeah, you're always and you're always kind of testing the water and testing it out, and you know, don't be afraid to drop in a random track. Yeah, they're usually the best ones. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah, I always think of the crowd almost like a pot of water on a stove. Yeah. yeah. I always think what you want to do with your crowd is you want to get that water boiling and simmering up to a point where. Yeah. It's at the cusp of going over, but you never want it to go over. Because if you go in and hit all your best tracks out really fast, it'll spill over with that water yep. and you'll lose your crowd because you're losing yep. your water. And also because it's turned so violent and, and, you know, built up. Just the energy's gone. The energy will just evaporate. That, that's such a good tip. That, yeah. I like yeah. to just think simmer that pot. So when you feel it getting to the point where it's just about to simmer over and go too hot and yeah. boil over, yeah, pull it back a little bit. And I always find having um, genres, different genres, of one track to say like Beyonce Crazy in Love having a Tech House remix of that yeah. Um, yeah. so you can test whether it is a sing-along crowd is it a girly yeah. crowd whilst not breaking from what you're currently playing one thing I will add to this as well is that don't over plan things because I know like when I was first starting out I was like oh my god I need to make sure I've got every single song to yeah. please the crowd but it's like and then I was going and putting playlists together of being like 
you know, I'll I need to play this song after this song to keep everyone happy. But the best nights I've ever had as a DJ have always been ones where it's kind of like you go off on a tangent a little bit. Do you know what I mean? And it's, well, you can be organized without planning, can't you? So you, yeah, you've got, yeah, yeah, yeah I know yeah, what you yeah. mean. So you've got all your folders in order, like hip hop, trap, yep, you know, yep, yep. house, blah, blah, blah. But you're not putting a set list together no, no, and no, no, not no. deviating from that because yeah. that I've, I, I always, what Holland was saying then about, you know, not going too early. That's a good tip mm. because I now, if I'm doing a longer set, like four hours, I will kind of play the longest warm up set I can. Yeah. And almost to the point where the crowd are literally like, right, play something we kind of know. Yeah. <laughs> because then if you can just stretch it out as long as you can, all of a sudden you've got, you know, two hours of solid club bangers yeah, to go. Touched, yeah. And you can keep it like going right to the end of the night. Yeah, yeah. And the benefit of that also is like club retention is a big one. It's kind of a, uh, kind of an un, unwritten like rule in clubs is like just think about if you own a club you know yeah. you want people staying there as long as you can so you you know people keep spending at the bar yeah yeah etc so if you can keep all of the club bangers going until you know three four a.m yeah keeps people in the club if you run out of tunes by midnight you're gonna struggle big time um last crowd well the, the last question is similar to what we talked about how you organize your music and again it's just yeah. about that organization getting your folders ready having your playlist ready yeah um it can go on from like you know where where do you i noticed you was on on in flight the other day getting music where yeah yeah where do you source music and how do you organize it so me personally i get most of my music like you say in flight and another one is beatport now i wish that beatport link was available for usbs but unfortunately oh, yeah. it's not so one day one day one hopefully day. like that would just save me so much money as well yeah, it'd be yeah, so yeah. nice but um, yeah, uh, just, just explain how in-flight works again. So in-flight is basically a promo service. So what a promo service is, as a DJ, you sign up to receive early unreleased music. Um, this is what record labels just send out to DJs to kind of get a feel for how the tune's going to do before it gets released to the public. Um, and all you need to do basically is you have to be a working DJ and provide details showing that you're a working DJ. Um, and then they provide you the music for you to play out in your sets. Now, I remember a really funny example of this is years ago, I got Bruno Mars 24K Magic. Yep. Like weeks before it was out, I played it and like everyone stopped dancing. <laughs> like it happens, like you play songs yeah, yeah, and then yeah. it's like, it's their favorite song before they know it's their favorite yeah, song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a few weeks later, they all loved it. It's hilarious. Yeah. But it's yeah. like it's like when you go to like Ibiza in the summer and you'll hear yeah. a song and you'll be like, what is that song? And then you come yeah, home yeah. and it's on the radio. Exactly. You're like, oh yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, the yeah. Summer, that's the summer anthem. Yeah, so In Flight is basically, they just send the music to you and it's great. Um, so it's worth getting on one of those if you can. It's a really good way of getting music. It's free. It doesn't cost you anything. Um, but like I say, you have to provide the details showing that you're a waking DJ. And then my other one is Beatport. I go in there for, you know, there's a lot of exclusives with Beatport for the kind of music that I play, like a lot of house music exclusives. And you won't be able to get them on things like, you know, um, DJ City, like iTunes yeah. or whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, that's where I get mine from. And I find a lot of music from listening to a lot of DJs that I like, like a lot of DJs playing out you yeah. know, different sets and stuff. So, like this week just gone, there's been Miami Music Week and there's loads of sets that I'm seeing Absolutely. online now. And yeah. hearing loads of tunes, I'm like, oh my God, what is that track? Go find it. That's it. I got it for my sets. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like Miami Music Week is great for DJs to yeah. just go and consume and consume all the new music and the DJ sets. Um, I know DJ Mag and Mix Mag have great, yeah. great sets from world's biggest DJs. So just go and consume all of that stuff. Yep. Yeah. A way I like to find yep. music recently, I'll find like remixes that other people don't have or clearly do have in the way I'm going to explain it. But what I'll do is I'll go to 
SoundCloud and I'll go to a DJ that I really like SoundCloud page. And because of uh, everyone using Hyptit and Lightgate and whatnot to download tunes, yeah, it forces those DJs to either like the track or comment on it, or, yeah. or usually both. So what you can do is go to a DJ you really like SoundCloud page, go on the right-hand side and you'll see tracks they've liked or tracks they've commented on, like recent activity. Yep. Click on that, and that's all the remixes that they've been downloading. Yeah. So then I, so for example, I used to do this with James Hype all the time years ago. I'd go on James Hype's account and I'd go to his recent activity and I'd go through and I'd look through it. Uh, Rewise, another one, another DJ I used to really, well, I still do rate, rate both of them guys. But I'd, I'd look at their recent activity and go, oh my God, that's that remix that no one knows what it is yeah, when he yeah, plays sure. it. That is there sure. because he, he's liked it or he's commented yeah. like the word dope on it so he could download yeah, yeah, yeah. it. Yeah. Um, so I, it's a, it's a, a sneaky one, way of doing it, but yeah. I love mm-hmm. doing that. I've been using Bandcamp way more since. Oh, I love yeah, Bandcamp. So good yes, Bandcamp. It's, it's a, Danny introduced me to it really and I, it's, it's something I use religiously now and it's absolutely brilliant. Yeah, that is, loads that, of edits. Again, that's a place where you're just not going to find them, them tracks anywhere. Yeah. Um, and you support you support DJs as well by yeah, yeah directly supporting yeah. them. It's great. It's, it's great just like service. straight from them. It's like no middleman. It's just direct straight from them. It's like you're getting into their personal folder of music. Yeah, and it? it's yeah, great. yeah, yeah. So um, one thousand one track list as well. Um, yes, we've got an interview with them next week on the podcast. Mm-hmm. So watch out for that. But yeah, that's a kind of not a new service, but kind of one that's been growing over the last few years. Yeah, it's um, really good, really insightful. Um, and yeah, go and find your if your favorite DJs DJ set basically with all the tracks listed there and yeah. everything. Sick. Right, guys, we've come towards the end, and it's going to be a sad end because, like Colin said at the beginning, my man's leaving. I'm leaving. Unfortunately, yeah. I'm sorry, guys. He's 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 on his way to new pastures, and we just yeah. want to thank him for all his hard work. Yeah, you had a good yeah. time. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, um, I could get emotional, but I'm, I'll yeah. try and hold it together. I, yeah. When I was just a little DJ in Leeds doing my little thing, yeah, I used to watch uh, what Jamie Hartley was doing, uh, yeah. building Crossfader from from initially being a little DJ school in Leeds. And I started watching him getting products to review and he started reviewing products and I always watched him and thought, you know what, I would love to do that one day. I absolutely would absolutely adore to do that. And mm. uh, one day uh, the stars aligned and Jamie asked if anyone could write a review for his website, just taking what he'd already reviewed and write it up. And I thought, you know what, not quite doing the review myself but i would you know i just want to be involved with this i love the project and i got involved four years later uh, countless reviews countless pieces of content made with uh, with literally five of my best friends uh um, it's been great and uh I've, I've got to work on the inside of the industry that i adore for that the opportunity the support the just getting to come into work every day i don't think anyone will understand this unless they're lucky enough to get in this situation where you you don't you don't wake up in the morning and go, oh, I've got to go to work. You yep. wake up in the morning and you go, I get to go hang out with the five coolest people in the city I live in mm-hmm. and we get to play with DJ equipment that's not out yet. It's, yeah, yeah. It has been a blast. I yeah. have loved every second of it and I just want to thank each and every single one of, obviously the team, mm-hmm. uh, Loz, Danny, Livesey, Jamie, Katie, uh, but also everyone that's listening, everyone's ever watched a video, everyone's ever commented, anyone's ever yep. asked me a question. All the people inside the industry that I've had to work with, if it's been pushing new products, developing new ideas, just yeah. 
it's been a dream and I've loved every second of it and yeah. I love you all from I the bottom of my heart. I think, I think I speak for everyone yet. Yeah, thank you so much for uh, all your work and industry and good luck on your yeah, next good journey. Luck, thank you. Um, I'm sure I'll still be hanging about. Looking forward to the leaving drinks tomorrow. Yes. yes. <laughs> I, I will miss editing your face. <laughs> <laughs> hit, hit that applause, Danny. Hit that applause. There it is. Uh, thank you. Yeah, right guys thank you so much um, yeah we've got an interview with 1001 Tracklist next week so check that out and this has been Off The Record stay yeah. safe thank you goodbye <laughs>